Shalom, I'm Rab Yoni, and this is the Shar Hapares podcast. Let's dive in through the gate of the orchard. Continuing in Bavavi, we recently discussed the concept of checking one's anger and how that gives you a good measure of where you're standing in your growth of Amuna and your heart. Moving on, we're now going to, in the text, discuss and explain how to cure the trait of anger. How does one bring on Hashem into the picture in order to bring such a cure? It's fascinating. What leads a person to anger? One simple answer is that anything that one, anything that opposes one's will will bring him to anger. Sometimes the anger is weak and you can barely see it. Another time that's very strong, very evident in the heart. And sometimes it's so powerful and so fierce that it's obvious from the person's facial expressions. Another cause of anger, this is including the first aspect, but a specific application of it, is that when a person's honor is slighted, he is angered. He feels he deserves honor, and yet it's been denied to him. Generally speaking, we have two situations in which you get angry. One, when your will is frustrated, not through another person, but through natural events. And two, when another person thwarts your will. What are some examples? You get up in the morning, you embark on a journey. Bam, flat tire. Can't continue driving. No one causes this to happen. Tires naturally wear down until they get ruined. This event, it can make you angry. Because you plan to meet someone at a particular time, and now you can't. There is no one to direct the anger against because the event didn't occur through a person. If you were to be asked, at whom are you angry? You would respond, I'm not angry at the tire, but at the situation. I can't do what I want to do when I want to do it. Seemingly, this anger is not directed at anyone specific. But later, we're going to learn that's not true. The second kind of anger occurs when one person does some harm to another, such as breaking your window. Here is someone to direct the anger, the individual who broke your window. Hence, the two kinds of anger, where there's one, no clear target for the anger, but because there's no one to get angry with, and two, when there is a person who caused you to become angry. On a deeper level, all angers are the same. When a person really understands Amuna in his mind and is properly aware of it in his heart, he realizes that in each case, the source of the event that made him angry is Hashem. Ooh. That hurt a bit, didn't it? I felt the pain. Like, okay. So, what's this first kind of anger? And the second kind of anger? Now that we realize if the source of all of everything that's come against us caused our angers, if the culprit, if the... Villains, so to say, on our anger narrative is Hashem. We're wrong. Gravely wrong. So, let's address the first type first. The seemingly no one to blame anger. Which we've learned is no longer true. But, you get the point. You wake up in the morning, you get in your car and you drive off. Later you get the flat tire. You simply react... You simply react to it, right? That's what it is. If a person, if you simply react to this mishap, you're going to naturally feel angry and frustrated. Ah, here's the issue. Don't live in your reaction. However, if you live in the proper way, this is what you're going to do. You enter the car in the morning. You're going to think, because we've been working on this. Who gave me this car? Hashem. From where does the car receive its ability to be driven? 
Hashem gives the car the capacity to drive each morning. So, for example, we have in our morning prayers with His goodness, He renews creation each day. We say it in the present tense, right? If this attitude permeates your heart and mind, then if the car malfunctions for any reason at all, what's your thought process? Let's go back to the videotape here. Let's rewind a bit. I'm dry. I get in the car. I'm ready to go. I get flat tire. Oh, man. Oh, anger, frustration. Oh, no. Drama. Versus, I get in the car. Look at car. Hashem, thank you for this car. Thank you for giving me the ability to get where I need to go. Thank you for these things. You alone control how this car goes and where it goes. And I'm in your hands. Now, what's the thought process when that flat tire happens? Who gave the car the ability to work until now? Hashem. And who now took away its ability to be driven? Hashem. If so, if I get angry at my inability to use this car, what it really means is I'm getting angry with Hashem because it was He who took away from me the ability to drive this car right now. Now, reality check. Most people live with a superficial outlook on life, and they don't keep in mind, all the more so in their hearts, that Hashem alone provides the ability to use a car each moment, and is He who constantly guides our lives. When such people encounter some problem on the road, they'll find it very difficult to suddenly remind themselves that Hashem alone guides them. Hashem was not in the center of their thoughts before the problem surfaced, and as a result, the anger will surface. But if one constantly remembers Hashem controls everything with precise providence, then even when it seems that his journey is unsuccessful because there were numerous delays, he will remember in his mind and feel in his heart that one, only Hashem has led him until now, and two, only Hashem is delaying him to now as there is no other cause. Henceforth, you will understand the present hindrance is from Hashem. And that is why we've been working so hard on building these foundational steps. Because how can you get to the point of changing your frustration level on something that seems like happenstance? How can you change that? If you don't have it baked into your noggin, if you don't baked into your heart, then Hashem decides it all. The foundation of Amuna is your free will is a lack of fascinating. That's why we've been working so hard on getting to this point. Now, in the Torah, because you know it's the Torah, it has everything in there. It's amazing. The Torah actually has an episode practically identical to this situation. And most people don't read this and see it this way. Most people actually read it and be like, oh, this idiot, right? This poor person that just... They don't get it. And that's because they're a horrible, evil human being that's going to burn for all of eternity, right? That sounds a little harsh until you get the rest of this, ready? In the Torah, we find an episode that is almost identical to what we just experienced with the flat tire. Balaam was going on his way, and his donkey crouched down and prevented him from continuing. Balaam thought that the donkey had chosen to stop him, but that was not the case. The donkey did not stop of its own free will, but through an angel, a messenger of Hashem. In other words, the fact that it stopped and did not continue was a direct result of Hashem's will. But since Bilam did not understand this, at whom did he get angry? 
the donkey. When he later understood that the hindrance was from Hashem, he realized there was no one at whom to direct his anger. If we, if a person would always think in this manner, he would realize there's no reason to lose one's anger. If I would always think in this manner, there'd be no reason for me ever to lose my anger. Same for you, dear listener. Because everything's from Hashem. Bereha Olam. Everything is from Hashem. If we realize that we feel anger at the cause of a disturbance, and that we're in fact angry with Hashem, which he certainly, we didn't intend that. If we realize that all of life is in truth a constant interaction with the Creator, we'll direct our attention toward Hashem, remembering it is He who is behind each moment and experience. We won't pay any attention to any other minor details, but rather to the source, Hashem Himself. And that's why we get to the crux here. Once a person comes to realize intellectually and feels in his heart that every single event comes only from Hashem, he must think more deeply about it. How does this act of Hashem stem from his love or his hatred? Clearly, Hashem loves each person very much with a love that transcends the kind found in human beings, a love on whose essence can only be present in one God. Now we have a simple example. Someone gets drunk on Purim and wants to drive his car. His father tries to convince him it's very dangerous, but the son doesn't listen. The father tries to take away the car keys, but he is unsuccessful. When he sees his son is about to drive away, he goes and he lets the air out of the tires. The son realizes he cannot drive and begins to scream, Father, what are you doing to me? The father doesn't answer because the son will not understand him then. The son dejectedly returns to the house and falls asleep. The next morning, he barely remembers what happened and asks his father about the previous evening's events. When the father tells him what happened, the son hugs and kisses his father, saying, Thank you for saving my life. Similarly, a person must clarify to themselves that the event in question occurred through Hashem as a result of his love toward him. That being the case, that undoubtedly was for his benefit. Although the benefit and the love are not immediately apparent, we must accept in our minds and feel in our hearts that whatever we encounter every day is only a result of Hashem's deep love for us. The entire event is only for our specific benefit even though we not at the time, not at the time, we don't at the time recognize or sense the nature of the benefit. Once we get to that level and we realize and feel every single incident that occurs to us flows from Hashem's deep love and is entirely for our benefit, then and only then is there no place for anger. Anger arises when someone offends a person who tries to harm him. But if the act is entirely positive, devoid of evil, and results from Hashem's deep love, then what place is there for anger? What place is there for anger?
Thank you for listening to Sharha Pardes on Anchor by Spotify. If you enjoy this podcast, please rate us on iTunes or Spotify and share with your friends. Have a question or topic idea? I'd love to hear from you. Please message Yidbrook on Facebook or leave me a voicemail on the Anchor app. If you're not on social media, it's okay. Just send me your ideas at yidbrook.com slash kabbalah. Become a monthly supporter on Anchor by Spotify or by visiting yidbrook.com slash donate. You can also show your support by sharing my podcast with others and also by purchasing my custom-made Judaica jewelry or artisan beard balm on Etsy or at yidbrook.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrook Building Jewish Bridges. Learn more at yidbrook.com slash Kabbalah. Thank you.